That was the sound of me coughing. Hey, it's all bad cast. Oh God. Uh, oh, cool. What a great intro. <laughs> uh, it's me, your host, Mike Linden, with me wow. as always, co-host, Dan Linden. Wow, it's me. And with him, as uh, usually always, Steven Montenegro. What? I'm the always, and he's the usually always. I know, <laughs> but last week we shook it all up. Oh, right. Shooka shooka. Wait, did we? Yeah, because you had a lot of technical difficulties, and the intro Mike was... last week in like a metaphorical way. Yeah, but we've also recorded since then. Yeah, Whoa. but that was all the same episode. Oh. oh gotcha. we, we released a, like an hour and a half long behemoth wow. uh, last um, week. What is just it? For, just as a bit of a flashback to the last couple of episodes, one technical note. Dan, back up to where you were vis-a-vis your microphone before we started this. Hello. Hi, it's me. That's much better. Um, <laughs> all right. See, that's what you missed if you didn't listen to the last Bohemoth. Right. Uh, but now all of our technicals are simple. Yeah. Technical simplicities we have now. Yes. Um, and worse. <laughs> what? I mean, I mean, they're not worse than like the end of last episode, right? Yeah. But in like... Yeah, they're like the same as the end of last episode, but in Dan and I's instances, um, we have downgraded microphones and and the like. Though right. I upgraded computer. Right. Um, yeah. So that's a fun thing for all of us. Sure. Um, yeah. yeah this- I, am, I am just like, I, I am just like, like getting used to this new computer and in theory it's just an upgrade for my old computer within the same line of macbook pros except for my old computer was so old that how old was it it was so old how old was it oh dan your timing it was so old that how old Oh, <laughs> uh, the the power dynamics of the podcast have completely broken now that right. I've made you the as always. This this is not going to work, uh, Stephen. You're now as always again. What? I'm downgrading Dan to most of the time. It was so old that I couldn't install <laughs> the last couple of OS updates uh, from Apple. Which meant now that I'm like looking at a brand new OS, um, I'm I'm getting the full effect of just how badly Apple tries to break all of their products between each iteration. Oh yeah, I'm still way behind on operating systems on this laptop. Oh, wait until it becomes essentially the iOS on your on your MacBook Pro. Yes, and like it's like, hey, here's an icon of a clown laughing. You should just know that that's for some reason where your software is. Yeah, <laughs> like, like makes sense. Oh, cool. The there's just like a black pillar icon. Oh, is that maybe is that maybe a turtleneck? Let ha- let's see what happens if I tap the screen. Oh no, it's still not a touchscreen, even though this uh, OS is designed for touchscreens. Let's see if I somehow use the new six-way but never the right way to tap it trackpad 
to click this thing. Oh, it's a black turtleneck, and here's all of the Apple software suite that is supposed to be on my phone. I guess that's a nod to Steve Jobs. Like, I have no idea what this company is doing at any given time. Yeah, that's very confusing. I would mix that up with my uh, button to help me uh, book passage to uh, perform the Hajj. Uh, what? That was worth what? it. What? Anyway. What? <laughs> okay, Dan, you're clipping like crazy again. What did you do? I, he must have I, leaned in when uh, when he heard such a greatly uh, <laughs> such a great performance of a joke. Uh, that wasn't even an adequate performance of a sentence. <laughs> yeah, that's why I was so shocked. Why were you shocked? I feel like I, that's my thing: failing to get out sentences. Yeah, but this time, like, I couldn't even parse what the sentence was supposed to mean. Uh, because it was like a black, uh, oh, never mind. You also might not know enough about Islam to make this joke. That's possible. <laughs> There's the title of the episode. <laughs> oh, and we're canceled. Oh, no. <laughs> I mean, with good cause. Sure. <laughs> yeah, I can't fault anybody for it. No. I mean, you know. So how long did we have as a how long did we have off before we did this? Before we did the last episode? Were we off like 5 weeks or something? Uh, I don't know. I'm not sure how long it was before we successfully recorded the entirety of an episode and then uh the Weekend when I would have been releasing it, uh, I just fell ill and slept for the entire weekend, basically. Oh, so yeah. So then it uh, got put oh. off even longer. Did you get the sick? Did you get the COVID? Uh, I, do not, I do not believe it was the COVID. Uh, <laughs> it was not the same thing. It was, But it was uh, just a sleepy weekend. So, like, apparently, like, head colds and, like, other common respiratory viruses are going to just like come back and trample us all with a vengeance. Cause we missed a whole year of like, of like immunity in their, from their mutatings and their changes. Cause no one got sick last year. Right. I mean, other than the, you know, like what 30 some million people that got COVID or whatever. Sure. <laughs> but yeah, so apparently we got that to look forward to as well. Well, I mean, I think we all know what the secret is here. We all just, like, uh, go back to even harder lockdown until all endemic disease <laughs> has uh, burned yeah. out. Yeah, that makes sense. I mean, I, you're being hyperbolic, but there's a logic there. <laughs> <laughs> okay, here's what we do. We go on complete lockdown, and then when we go outside next time, the... Like the instance we meet anyone who is not living here, we die. Yeah, that seems that seems right. It okay. seems like that's like it seems like this is an appropriate plan to honor the country on its birthday. Sure. Yeah, that's true. Because <laughs> no, that's, that's how we got point. this country. Yeah. Like a reverse, like a reverse found a reverse founding. Yeah, it's like a it's like a let's get us all sick. Like, reverse genocide land back thing. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. No, that this makes thematic sense. 
All right. Happy birthday, America, you genocidal maniac. I mean, you know, everybody loves a bookend, right? We're recording this on July 4th, just so people... Oh, yeah. That's probably important information that... We need to put a trumpet mute over Dan's laptop. Oh, Jesus. Good lord, Dan. Do you not have like do you not have like uh like an iPhone headset sitting around that you can plug into your computer? We tried that and it sounded worse. Nothing could sound worse than this. But <laughs> Yeah, like, we need to like uh you're, dynamically you're, switch when Dan decides to become an instrument. Yeah, you're literally a garbage truck whose transmission is going out in my ears right now. Jesus, fine. I just will not have any fun. I'll Do you ever have fun? Sit here. This is when I have fun. <laughs> because when you I, say things like, I hate this, and why am I here? And why do you make me do this because I hate this most of the time? Yeah, me being annoying is what makes it fun. <laughs> Ugh, I guess me hating you is what makes it fun. Yeah, see? Oh, it's nice that we're having like a reset episode where everybody states their character again. <laughs> also, I know karate. Nice. Oh, shit. I, I want that we're to be part of my character. This is like a reboot where we get to introduce new stuff. Oh, yeah. cool. Okay. Um, and I own two jet skis, but only but only a single jet ski trailer. It's very weird. So you have to like oh, swap you- it out? What a, yeah. what a what a terrible Sophie's choice you face every time you go out. I know. I have the fast jet ski and the yeah. comfortable jet ski. Ooh, that's <laughs> why don't you just why don't you just replace uh, your front seat of your car with the comfortable jet ski? And... Oh, that's smart. Yeah, right. Oh, yeah. So with that, wait. So you do, are you connecting the jet ski so that you're actually steering with the jet ski? No, no, you'd make it the passenger side, I think. Just to, oh. for ease of use, so you can disconnect it. Yeah, and then you uh, use uh, Tesla AI to drive for you and, you know, uh, only crash occasionally. So this is only, like... only into people and fire trucks. <laughs> <laughs> so this isn't like one of those fancy pontoon things where you, like, you, you jam your jet ski into it and then drive what the, jet, a, drive the pontoon a, around. Oh, not one of those fancy pontoon things where you replace the floating legs with what jet ski each. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah, that's the opposite of what Dan's talking about, but they're both rad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's those both sound very rad. It's like a whole God and Satan thing. Yeah. Was Dan talking about a real thing, by the way? Yeah, there's a little thing there's a little I saw like, it on the internet. Yeah, there's a little floaty boat thing that's like a that's like a jet ski koozie that people can sit in <laughs> that you like drive your jet ski into and it like forms a u-shape around your jet ski yeah and like, and like so like you can have people hang out on it and then i guess just abandon them in the water i think you gotta like latch it in but i mean like once it's out in the water couldn't you like detach the jet ski well i don't know how you latch them in i've never used one so Wait. you might have to like get underneath it and stuff are you using the jet ski as like a like 
first launch phase rocket in that? What are you what are you I proposing? Think so yeah, I think it yeah, is. like the jet ski powers a raft, basically. Huh. Yeah, you and like you, push a raft with your jet ski. And when you get to where you're going, you keep the raft and not the jet ski. No, you it's just you drive around in it like a boat. It's not like a like <laughs> I don't know why boat is a confusing concept to you. <laughs> The it's motor like, of the boat is a jet ski. It was the way Dan was talking about abandoning a piece of the thing. Because I'm thinking, like, if you can, I'm just, that's what I mean, is I don't know how easy it is to once again detach the jet ski from the thingy. Dan's just, Dan's just positing, hey, what if I owned this thing that I don't really understand? How would I use it to be the biggest asshole possible? <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yes. Thank you. And apparently the answer is drive it into shark infested waters and leave your loved no, ones No, no, no. You said sharks. I didn't say sharks. Oh, well, see, the problem is, Dan, is that you're trying to be evil, but you lack imagination. Yeah. See, now, like the thing that you've described is kind of like the opposite, where like jet skis become pontoons, but I'm not entirely certain if that exists or how it would work, but it still sounds rad. Like, I, mean, I guess you just like a to... little catamaran thing made of jet skis and nets. Yeah. And you like have to just have a, a, a strong bond of trust between the other jet ski or. Yeah. Or like some software or something, a software oh. solution. Sure. <laughs> um, Oh, yeah. so each jet ski, not only is each jet ski like a leg of your pontoon, but they're also each a night Rider jet ski? Sort of. Yeah, or uh, Riptide. I believe there was a show called Riptide that was Boat Night Rider. Oh, why didn't and they call it Boat had, Night Rider? And it may have had Hulk Hogan in it. Okay, okay. <laughs> I, don't, I don't entirely recall. I'm listening. If it had Hulk Hogan in it or not. <laughs> but I think it was about a talking boat. I mean, that seems like the kind of thing a show with a talking boat would have. That solved crime. Sure. Well, yeah, what else would a talking boat do? Um, Now, know, is this like, an actual thing, or is it a Simpsons joke? You know, I don't know these things. How could I possibly know these things? I mean, at this point, I feel like most Simpsons jokes have just become actual things. Sure. The description of the show, it did not involve Hulk Hogan. I might be thinking of a movie or an called episode like, called like Thunderboat in which Hulk Hogan had a boat and solved crimes. Yeah. Uh, but um uh like but the description of the show is the cases of a private investigations agency run by three Vietnam War veterans armed with toughness, their own helicopter, and one's technical abilities. But they definitely had, like, a boat that fought crime. Right. Maybe the boat, uh, maybe when the helicopter was like, oh no, we can't possibly, we don't have the fuel to get that far out to sea. They, like, launch a boat off of it. Yeah, that seems right to me. Yeah. I might be remembering this in a weird way, even after looking it up, <laughs> but like, um, but it, it only lasted for like two seasons in like the early eighties. People yeah, like whatever. to talk about how America like doesn't take good enough care of its veterans, but clearly if you just let the market handle it, they all solve crimes. Like, yeah. And have their own helicopter eventually. Yeah. Like you can either have them, uh, Supported by the government that they served, or leave them to their own uh, needs, and they'll just you know find talking uh, 
boats and stuff and and make the world better on their own. Wait, they just find the boats? They're not given the boats by some sort of boat agency? I yeah, don't know. Well, what do you think the VA is for? Oh, I see. Oh, that's what it was. It's Thunder in Paradise is the Hulk Hogan, Hogan version of that show. Um, two former Navy SEALs work as mercenaries with a high-tech boat. Sure. I was combining two shows together. Does uh, the high-tech boat talk? Or is it um, just a high-tech boat that, like, doesn't have I'm a not, mind of I its can't own. remember if it talked. It was like, I think it was like syndicated and there's like 13 episodes of it and it existed only like late at night. Um, uh, and I just don't remember like if the boat talked or not. Um, I mean, if it didn't talk, but like... there's, but there is a, in the series cast, um, there is a credited a Russ Wheeler as the as Thunder and Voice of Thunder. So okay. oh, yeah, that sounds okay. like a talking boat to me. Yeah, so forget that first series that I told you about. Although it is nice that we're taking care of our veterans. Uh, sure. This is the thing that I was thinking of, which is also starring veterans, right? Yes, <laughs> but but they're kind of not technically. I mean, they're technically veterans, but maybe not like split the difference between active duty and veteran because they're quote mercenaries. Okay. <laughs> Randolph Spencer and Martin Brubaker were ex Navy SEALs turned mercenaries who hired themselves out as soldiers of fortune for a very high fee. On their mission, Spencer and Brew relied heavily on Thunder, which was a souped-up gadget-ridden speedboat originally built by Spence for the U.S. government. Huh. Oh, yeah, and uh, Randolph Spencer is actually uh, Randolph J. Hurricane Spencer, as played by Terry Hulk Hogan. Wow. (laughs) There's 22 episodes of this, and I need to watch them all, and I... I feel like we've actually done this exact same thing on the podcast in the last like three months. Uh, set up a scenario where we need to watch an entire series before no, the next episode. No, specifically this show about a talking boat that fights crime. <laughs> oh, I don't know. I mean, we definitely said we were going to watch some other dumb show. I think we were going to watch all of the Darkman movies. That too. Oh yeah, oh. I forgot about that. Man, we have a real cue. Uh, yeah, we did. backing up. We need our own custom list on a streaming platform. It's funny how we like we keep coming up with like shows that have like you know topics, mm-hmm. <laughs> like as a joke. Uh-huh. I'm listening, <laughs> and, then, and then continue to do episodes like this where we're just like <laughs> flailing around <laughs> trying to come up with things to talk about. I don't know what you're talking about. Oh well, that's all right. I, is, I'm, I'm just, uh, yeah, I'm just spitballing. I mean, this is we rehearsed this. I right. mean, did we ever try and come up with topics? No, but that's kind of that's just what I'm saying. Mike's saying like, like we're we're throwing we're leaving money on the table by not doing all of these other more thematic. Oh, things. got it. Like, yeah, what you're saying basically is this is this podcast is just an idea generator for what would be a much better podcast, <laughs> right? I mean, I have to imagine that with each idea we throw out there, we lose a set of listeners who then spawn off their own podcast and become oh, no. successful. Yeah, but they don't have the technical knowledge for that. Would like, it you sound know, this good? <laughs> you know the you know the number one podcast on uh, Apple Podcast now is uh, Rainscast. Uh, That's so, what it was. Yeah, 
Thank you. Wait, what was it? Oh, um, yeah, that show. <laughs> yeah, I don't know why I decided to uh, call back like the third from the last one that we talked about. Well, that's the Wait, one I was trying to remember. It was remind like, me which show it was, which dude it, it was. Is it like uh, Jeff Goldblum is yeah, a psychic Jeff Goldblum. cop or yep. something? Jeff Goldblum yeah. has all of the trappings of a psychic cop, except that he's specifically not psychic. He just pictures <laughs> the victims in his mind and talks to them, but they're not real. Okay. Did I, did I ever pitch you the short film that I want to write uh, uh, about a cop who got thrown off the force, but his uh, but his wife is still his wife and former partner is still on the force, and she solves uh, she solves crimes with the help of his mysterious power of every morning when uh, when he wakes up, the front page of tomorrow's newspaper is tattooed on his back. It's called Backpage News. Oh my god. That's like almost a show that actually existed. Yeah. <laughs> I think I think probably the reason that I've never like even written a sketch out of it is because it's too close to terribly stupid crap that they actually made. Because there was a show in which a cop just wakes up to find tomorrow's newspaper at his house every day. Yeah, that like a cat brought him, I think. Oh, was it like the Sabrina cat or something like that? Just like magic? I think uh, it's supposed to be like a like a god god cat, right? I don't know. I don't Wait, is this like in ancient Egypt? I yeah, don't know. it was it was a it was a Yu-Gi-Oh spin-off. Oh, of course. Got it. I assume I don't a cat... know enough about Yu-Gi-Oh to know why that is related to ancient Egypt. Oh, because the card game was uh, an ancient Egyptian magic card game. Obviously. And, and Yu-Gi-Oh himself uh, Wait, that's a person's name? <laughs> I could have swore you watched this show with me multiple times. When I don't believe started. I have. Well, wait, was I drunk? I mean, it was pretty early in like weekdays, like oh, while we were not still then. in school. <laughs> yeah, I, I can find my alcoholism to the hours of 9 p.m. to 2 a.m. every day. <laughs> that's very thoughtful. Yeah, I don't recall this at all. I think the I think the last thing like that I ever like that we ever jointly consumed would have been Digimon. I mean, this was pretty Digimon adjacent, huh? Anyway, the point is, uh, milk toast, and yet oddly gothy kid mm-hmm. uh, plays a card game and gets like an ancient. Egyptian artifact that he wears as a necklace to complete his outfit. Right. And then every and once in a sure, while... To make sure there's no chance of him getting bullied by other children. <laughs> right. And then every <laughs> once in a while, an ancient Egyptian pharaoh god king uh, card player like takes over his body and really sticks it to the uh, CEO that is the best card game player uh, in the world. Wow. That's, I that's definitely the plot didn't of wa- I definitely didn't watch this with you because I would remember literally all of that. There's also a there's also so a long haired there's also a long haired guy with an ancient Egyptian uh, fake eyeball that he has in one of his eyes. Ooh, who is, is the, the ultimate eye of Horus in the first season? I don't know what happens after that. 
Yes, Dan, it's the Eye of Horus, because shows about collectible card games that spawn collectible card games for children are notoriously accurate in their portrayal of the ancient Egyptian mythos. I don't know, they might. They probably did call it that, though. Yeah. Yeah, but that, that wasn't in someone's head. No, it was. It was in this long-haired guy's head. No, I mean in ancient Egypt. Oh. The Eye of Horus was not a thing that they just passed around like like the one ring. Yeah, but that doesn't matter. Good point, That's not Dan. how these shows You're work. The shows are always just like, yeah, you know that thing that you've heard of? Now it's an object. <laughs> Ugh. Yeah, this that's what, what makes it excited. It's an object. Yeah. An that object you that you can... Exactly. Yes, exactly. God. This is why kids are so dumb. <laughs> yeah, this is why so many kids ripped out one of their eyeballs and uh, replaced it with a cheap plastic eye purchased at Toys R Us. I've definitely yeah. seen... Toys uh, R Us doesn't exist anymore. Yeah, what it are you talking about? Yeah, but it did at the time. Oh, boy. Ugh. Kids are so dumb these days. Like... This is like we learned real history in school when we were a kid, when we were kids. But ever since then, it's been totally downhill just trying to sell toys. This is why we almost lost that global war to Cobra. Uh I definitely saw I've seen evidence of uh, that was a good joke. You should have laughed. It was a good joke. And that's why we all took a moment to silently appreciate it (laughs) like a good piece of art. It was a Mona Lisa of jokes about G.I. Joes. <laughs> Did you see that there's a new Masters of the Universe coming out again? Did you see that there's a new G.I. Joe movie coming out again? Uh, I think so. Um, is it just ninja. like a Snake Eyes movie? It is. I think it's his origin story. Isn't the origin just like, he was not a ninja, now he's a ninja? Yeah, but he gets like, he has a family reason that he gets recruited to work for G.I. Joe. But like, he talks? And I think that's outside of canon. Yeah, is the reason that like Sub Zero killed his family? I think that's right. Yeah, yeah. Maybe by the end of the movie, he like gets his tongue ripped out or something. Yeah, I think it's because Sub Zero and Starscream killed his family. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yes, and Mike. Yes, I did see the new Masters of the Universe thing is coming, but I only saw it because I was in a Target in the toy section and noticed that there were uh new Masters of the Universe vintage unleashed or something like that toys sure (laughs) and i assumed that there was an intended cartoon designed to sell those toys to me yeah you probably found out before i did then because i have to assume that the toys came out first and then they were like okay everything's in place (laughs) now let's uh start the hype for the show i found out this media property i found out on tuesday gotcha I don't know when I saw something on YouTube. What? That's <laughs> why like, I know about I just it. Like going to YouTube like... and searching new cartoons from my childhood. I mean, no, you've I... got to imagine. Hold on. You have to imagine that a show in which one of the central premises is that a man receives power from an ancient castle. That's going to show up in Mike's algorithm for sure. That's a really good point. God, it would be all he saw if, like, if uh, Man at Arms owned a slingshot. <laughs> oh man, I am all in for a Man at Arms Yurtsprov uh, crossover, crossover event. Yurtsprov oh, should just grow a mustache, and then he can be Man at Arms. Sure, 
These all sound like great ideas. Who's the guy with the weird, like, uh, helmet with, like, an eye on it? What? It just, like, has a disc on his head where an eye is. Oh, it's probably named just, like, One Wait, Eye. Are you talking about Cyclops? Or is that. there... I couldn't, there a, I couldn't remember if he was like Cyclops or if like the disc spun and gave him different eyes or something. It's always one eye, but it lets him see different things. And I think his name is Triclops because there's there three. There we go. That sounds, uh, that that sounds, sounds right. like yeah. the, the kind of ins- ridiculous naming convention that they all have. But there's also a dude who has many faces and his face spins around. Yeah, I believe his name is man e I believe that is correct. Yes, <laughs> this is fun. We're like we're like just on the verge of having a trivia game here, but then we just like ruin all the questions. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like we're just like like it's a trivia game. Spoiler alert: We're gonna say the answer immediately. <laughs> that would be a fun little sketch uh, trivia game where the answers are spoiled in the initial conversation every yeah. single time. That seems right. Yeah. It feels like a fun show. Yeah. Another fun show. <laughs> Someone else get on that. Pay us a royalty. Yes. Right. We could get royalties. Sure. I, why not? I guess. How does that work? I mean, they give us money for every episode that they do. But, like, who, why? Because it was our idea. They're licensing <laughs> the idea. But did we actually have that conversation with them? I mean, I mean, we will have had it once yeah. we start getting checks. Mm, I yeah. Actually, start sending us checks first. You can talk to us about it after. Oh, yeah. the, the He-Man action figure model. <laughs> right. Exactly. Yeah, or we can just do a, do a lawsuit. Oh, we'll just do lawsuit. Yeah, lots of them. Okay. be a ton of lawsuits. We're definitely prepared for that. I yeah. mean, am I misremembering, Dan? Are you not an attorney? No, not at all. Oh. What do you do? What do I do? Yeah. Oh, you know, rocking and rolling and whatnot. See, I thought you were an attorney. I thought you did... I thought you... I thought you did like slip and fall DUI law. Huh. <laughs> is is that is that a, an actual proper term for a, a subset of law that you practice? Well, not a respectful one. Sure. <laughs> but when have I ever respected you? Okay. Well, I thought we were ragging on law talking guys, not me. Well, I thought you were a law talking guy. Well, jeez. Wait, so do you not have any advanced degrees at all? I have a Bachelor's of Arts, sir. I said advanced degree. <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah, fair enough. If you're not a Juris Doctor, do you not have like a Master's degree or a PhD or a DDS or an MD? Or... No, you got, I don't. You got that Master of Disguise degree, right? Yeah, I mean, I watched the movie Master of Disguise ten times and got my punch card filled out. There you oh, go. Yeah. So they so they give you that. <laughs> they send you the they send you the little they send you a little online quiz about which scenes were and weren't filmed during nine eleven. <laughs> what? Right. Excuse oh, do, me. Do you not know this story? <laughs> no. So the whole like 
Dana Carvey, this might be an apocryphal story, but it's one that I've known for a long time. The whole Dana Carvey is a turtle thing and just like mumbles turtle, turtle, you know, over and over. Yeah. They shot that on 9-11. Everybody <laughs> showed up. 9-11 happened. They didn't know what to do. Uh-huh. So they just started shooting the movie again and Dana Carvey ad-libbed like whole characters to cheer up the cast and crew. Wow. And then the movie went on to spectacular success. And notoriety. I mean... The good what? kind. <laughs> oh, it's it's not infamous. <laughs> you know, it's an in-infamous movie. Yeah. Right. Yeah, exactly. Um, I wonder if it... If, like... Are, do we just know what it is because we're of a very specific age? I mean, that's possible. The Master of Disguise? Yeah. Probably. It was heavily advertised in the times that we were watching television. Yeah, the, that's what I'm saying. Is like, I feel like, I feel like anyone like two years older or six years younger than us have no recollection of this movie. <laughs> but that's the thing. Like, we were already too old for the movie. So right. we have a decent amount of buffer below us. Yeah. Oh, it did make it did make a good deal of money. It almost made its money back on opening weekend. Oh hey. Wow. I mean it was shot with a sixteen million dollar budget, so that's like a pretty small budget film for the time. Sure. I mean I assume Dana Carvey brought his own costumes. Yeah, I'm I'm guessing most of those were just in his closet. Yeah. Um but yeah, it ended up grossing worldwide like forty three million. Well good. I mean maybe that was to support the troops, because they'd heard it was a nine eleven movie. Yeah, because it was a cheer you up cheer 'em up nine eleven deal. Yeah. Sure. You know, that that genre of American cinema nine eleven cheer 'em up. Yeah. Yeah. I, Master of Disguise, I'm pretty sure, is exactly what people are talking about when they say that, you know, directly after 9-11, the whole world was uh, coming together, like, in support of America before we ruined it. Right. Yeah. I mean... Everyone came together and watched Master of Disguise because they thought, America needs this. It made $43 million globally, but it made $41 million of that in the States. Wow. Wow. So people from all countries came to the United States to watch Master of Disguise <laughs> to support our country. That's beautiful. Yeah, that is really, that's nice. Yeah, can you believe how few of them we let in? <laughs> yeah, really. <laughs> that, yeah, that, that movie could have been a huge blockbuster. Yeah, if we just let if we just let Saudi Arabia into the country to watch Master of Disguise, mm-hmm. instead they had to kidnap Dana Carvey to perform it live. Oh my god! Oh my god! I I just remembered. Uh, I just remembered a thing that happened yesterday. I think it was. Mm. Um, uh, so U.S. troops are one hundred percent out of Afghanistan now. Uh, you know, since 9-11, um, as of yesterday or the day before. And, and by like, 100%, you mean like 100% with an asterisk next to it. Well, we're now claiming that there are no U.S. troops left in Afghanistan. Right. Um, uh, 
But Joe Biden fielded a question, I think yesterday, maybe the day before, about how is this just us abandoning Afghanistan and allowing the nation to collapse uh, militarily? And his response was literally like, no, we'll still be supporting them through teleconference. Like, homeboy's really like, sorry, sorry we de- destabilized your region. Schedule a Zoom call if you need anything. Okay, hold up. Hold up the hold up the map. Where is what what city's on fire? All okay. of them? Oh. Uh wait, you're uh is that a zoom background or is that actually what's happening out your window? Of course it's of course it's not a background. Why would Zoom why would Zoom make a background where the big tent behind me is on fire? I assure you I am not a cat. Oh, that poor guy. Was, did that turn out to be real? I think it would turn out to be real. I think that I think what happened is like it turned out like maybe that guy sucks or something like everything on the internet. Well, wasn't he like wasn't he like uh like a defense attorney in Texas? I don't remember. I thought he was Oh yeah, maybe. He was like a white guy lawyer in Texas. I'm sure he sucked. Right. Good point. Hey, white guy lawyers? In Texas, you burnt. You burnt. <laughs> I didn't know if I was supposed to fill that space. Like, no, I appreciate it because I I went into that with no real plans. <laughs> yeah, I, I I I really did feel like I uh, feel bad about how long it took me to recognize that you were in trouble. I I really kept the faith for a long time. Wow, he must really have something. He's giving it so much space. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hey, Mike. Hey, Mike, Dan's been struggling for a real long time out in the middle of that lake. <laughs> Pass no, me a I... beer. Hey, Mike, Dan's been <laughs> underwater for a real long time out in the middle of that lake. Mm. Mm. This is why we are just podcasting this 4th of July weekend and not hanging out together. Yeah, uh, because every time we hang out together, we let you drown to death. Yeah, exactly. It's not fun, and it's not a good story. Well, he has to learn not to abandon the jet ski part of his boat somehow. That's a good point. It's tough love, Dan. Mm-hmm. Stop stop dreaming up new inventions and then thinking of ways that you could use them that would make you the biggest jerk. <laughs> yeah, that, that job is taken by, I don't know, insert billionaire. Elon here. Musk. The answer was Elon Musk. I mean, the obvious answer is Elon Musk, but I was trying to be generous. It was like, I mean, they're all kind of like... Oh, like you you wanted to you wanted to give Bezos and Branson enough credit for being assholes? I just feel like they... It feels like they're like in competition now. I mean, Elon Musk is still like well ahead, but it feels like they're all sort of in this weird competition that they made up between themselves. I, I know. I like this. It's like... It's like... Like William Randolph Hearst and John D. Rockefeller fighting over who gets to like over who gets to own a railroad or some shit like that. Uh, but I love the new like tenor of this like of this beef between them all, where they're mm-hmm. like, "No, I'm going to be the first one to escape the hell the hellscape of Earth and live entirely in space." And everybody's just sitting here watching this, like, "Dude, you could just make Earth less bad." Or, "Oh, I guess go to space where." It takes 45 minutes to poop while a suction is attached to your anus. That would be super fun for you. Yeah, I mean, it sounds like all these billionaires just want a suction hose attached to their anus. I mean, I mean, I will say, if there's any part of space travel that seems truly within their grasp, 
it is to improve the pooping situation. Like, I feel like it, like, I don't the, know, man, the ability to like put people on space in like on Mars that don't then just, you know, shrivel and die. That's difficult. But like, if you can make like a, like a smoother poop out in space. Yeah. But Elon Musk is just going to be like, LOL, the toilet tweets when you poop. Like that's going to be his contribution. Is there not already a toilet that does that? Yeah, but uh, not in space. Yeah, not because a... it wouldn't work there because there's no gravity. You can tweet in zero gravity, but you can't. <laughs> you can't poop in a regular toilet in zero gravity. Okay, fine. LOL. The weird vacuum bag tweets when you poop. Like this is this is what these people these people's mindset is though like if they could just attach a vacuum hose to their anus and then and then spray the contents all over everywhere they'd be like look we've given you a gift the world right please allow my butt leavings to spray upon you do you think that's why they're all racing to space because they've got a bet of who's gonna poop on earth the earth proles before anyone else i mean i wouldn't be surprised yeah me neither Yeah, oh, I've bummed us out. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, think of the poop technology that will come back down to Earth 30 years from now. Oh, sure. Where we won't when win we have... it because we have gravity. <laughs> I mean, yeah, but me. I mean, but I mean, who wants to, who wants to be like tethered to the Earth poop wise when you could have your butt facing like upward and still have it work out fine. Ah, oh, think about future generations thinking about the pat, like looking back on us and thinking they had to have their butts facing the ground to poop. As nature intended. Right. Tethered to the earth poop wise sounds like a very interesting collection of poems. <laughs> All right. Like- did we talk about this on the on the podcast already? Where Elon Musk just assigned himself, "I get to write the Constitution and all the laws of Mars." Um, I believe so. That's kind of didn't that happen like a year ago? Like, uh, not that long ago. Maybe like six months ago, something like that. Are you sure it wasn't that long ago? Or does COVID make time dilate? <laughs> oh yeah, no. There's definite COVID time dilation. Um, I think we've coined Just a like phrase. Just like your anus at that vacuum bag, right? Hell yeah. Ayo. Pooping yeah. upwards. Pooping ever upwards. <laughs> when, when taking account for, when taking into account COVID time dilation, we release an episode of this podcast every two weeks. Right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I think we've coined a very useful phrase. Yeah, I think so. I love it. Oh boy. What dog uh, just entered the room? Oh, I uh, thought you lost a fight with a filing cabinet. No, the dog the dog is trying to enter the room. I see. Which, like, I mean, depending on where this goes, I might have to let her in because sometimes she likes to just go for the rug and the carpet in, instead when the door doesn't give. Wait, like, she's gonna... Like, she'll, she... try, she'll try to dig under the door and then fuck up the carpet. I see. Uh. Oh, I'm already hearing that dog grumbling that's going to lead to dog barking that is going to lead to <laughs> bad podcasting. No, it's great. Hi, there you are. Wow, what a fun time. Dan, does your dog think you're Owen Wilson? 
Oh, <laughs> oh, hey, wow. Okay. Wow. Uh, <laughs> oh, oh, God, I don't know how to actually talk like him. You were doing it. All right. Yeah, but just add like add 10% Ray Romano. Oh, hey, wow, wow. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Hey, what are you eating off the carpet? No, Running no, Too no you, you've moved into Peter Griffin. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh, no. Disaster. Oh. <laughs> wow. This is just like that time that, I don't know, there's supposed to be a cutaway here. <laughs> oh, right. Hey, Elon Musk. You got, uh, no, I lost it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're, now you're getting dangerously close to Cleveland. <laughs> this is just like that time that Elon Musk tried to poop upside down. Cut away. Right. Right. Picture for yourself. We can't do everything. Damn. I'm autistic and this doesn't work. Theater of the mind. Did anybody watch that Saturday Night Live that he was on? No. Any of the no. two of you? Like, it's my <laughs> understanding of it. It is my understanding of it that, like, he just made a big deal out of being autistic. Okay. Is that, I mean, is that right? I, I kind of, like, my impression was that he, like, A, yes, but B, I think it was a single sentence. So, like, I don't know. I feel like, like, he definitely did it on purpose, but, like, I'm not sure. And again, I didn't watch it, so I don't know either. Oh, no, I was asking. I didn't expect that either of you watched it. Um, <laughs> it's not but I, how- but I think, But I think it was one of those things where it's like, like he did say it knowing it would become an internet thing and then it became an internet thing. Yeah, that's like, what I was asking. If if I'm remembering that correctly and then that's all anybody remembered from that. Uh that and him dressing as Wario. Those are the things that I know because the internet Oh uh, yeah. I think I saw that. a clip of that and he had no idea what was going on <laughs> in like his own sketch. Um and that concludes our review of a thing we never saw. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yep, there uh, you go. No, Dan is wow. Wow. Yeah, oh, and of course, hey. of course you never saw it, Mike. It's not about how to make siege-proof walls using only the rubble of previously besieged walls. <laughs> yeah, that'd be a very interesting sketch premise. <laughs> the besieged walls thing? Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm not seeing where you heighten this, Dan. <laughs> I don't know, like fucking uh, 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 what's her name comes out in like wait a lot of prosthetics and makeup. It's just like, oh, I'm an old man that you see on the news all the time. I have I've been in no sketches all night because I had to be in the makeup chair for four hours. And then she talks about siege. I don't know. You might not be the best sketch writer of the three of us, Dan. Well, I don't even understand what the hell this premise is. Walls? I mean, in fairness, Dan, like, it's still the middle of the day. Like, if we start with his idea and then force Dan to stay up for three days, maybe... That's a great point. Yeah. Well, uh, someone someone mailed Dan some cocaine. (laughs) I mean, that seems... Like, a, there's several reasons that's a bad idea for whoever you are talking to. How bad cast officially does not ask you to mail Dan cocaine. How bad cast? 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 
How bad cast. Wow. I refuse to recognize that theme song. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I did sort of take over there. Yeah, well, I mean. Doesn't that normally imply you're doing something well or forcefully or correctly or. Not when you're taking it over from me. (laughs) Yeah, but somehow Dan did it worse. What are you talking about? I. I mean, do you want me to just re say the thing I just said about how you're bad? No. (laughs) (laughs) No, thank you. Yeah, I'm just saying. So, like, when we all. uh, So, like, when we're all on. Back on microphones that uh, uh, aren't bad, if that ever comes to pass, will that mark the point where we need an actual theme song again? I think so. And I'm hoping that I'm back on real setup for the next episode. So, oh. uh, should I should I get to some composins? I mean, wanna, sure. Want to do another theme song contest? I mean, I do want to do another theme song contest. I will probably. I don't know. I'll have to put effort into getting a working microphone again. Okay, so let's do this. Let's do this, and we'll yeah. we'll reannounce this at, at the top of the next episode. Great, and like maybe put it on Facebook or something. Let's do a theme song contest where I will write multiple theme songs that people can vote on. Um, Dan and Mike, if you would like to write one or more theme songs that people can vote on, have at it. But also send us your send us your contribution of a theme song for people to vote on. Yeah. Wow. Let's see if we can get some listener listener generated theme song ideas. Yeah, and then we. Uh... We license it to them? Is that how we are making money? Oh, no. This is for exposure. Oh, okay. Very good. We offer massive exposure. Yes, certainly that. (laughs) But here's the thing. We'll just commit to the winner. So, like, yeah, you might not be getting paid, but you could do something horrible to us, then round up your friends to vote for it, and we'd be stuck with it. That's a good point. (laughs) Hmm. Yeah. Well, uh, yeah. That, I mean, it's possible we could accidentally lose something if it's too horrible, but you know. Yeah, I mean, yeah, don't make it. But you've heard the podcast. You know how horrible it can be and still be a part of the show. Right. Try and avoid swears. And like, you know. (laughs) Just like all of our former theme songs did. Yes. I don't think any of our former theme songs had swears in them, did they? I mean, in the clips and in the last full theme. Yes, they did. Yes. Did they all have swears in them? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, I don't even know when I'm swearing anymore. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Like, what am I? What the fuck am I supposed to do? Like, just like pay attention to every word I say? No. You don't have time for that. Yeah. That's yeah, then you Then you end up with like slow plotting constant pauses in your sentences and no one wants to listen to someone who talks like that. Yeah, that would make for a terrible podcast. Yeah. What's happening? We're making fun of Mike. Oh, okay. And saying that also our podcast is bad. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. In this instance, we were saying Mike makes it bad, but like, don't let that be read, listeners, as exclusionary of Dan and I. Dan and I also contribute to making it bad. Yeah, you just heard how Dan's ears contribute to making it bad. Excuse me? (laughs) 
Yes. Look at how poorly you listen to that joke about how I make it bad. Yeah, and then you just keep asking about it and bog it down. Like, like this could be a laugh a minute, thirty minute show. Okay. okay. Otherwise, okay. Okay. but instead, <laughs> it's a laugh a it's a laugh every four minutes and three minutes of explanation in between sixty minute show for this Dan. Some bullshit. Dan, we're avoiding swears now. We are. Yes. Say bullcrackers or. <laughs> Horse apples or <laughs> bull crackers? Yeah, like ox feathers. Oh wow, ox feathers! Ooh, that's fun. I was reminded by a tweet earlier of uh, an old British phrase, an old British euphemism that I hadn't I hadn't thought about since like probably the early to mid nineties, and I'm so glad I was reminded of it. Um, the uh, the British exclamation that um, something makes you angry by saying that boils my piss. Whoa. <laughs> God, That's amazing. Yeah, I had totally forgotten about it. I've never heard that one before. No, me neither. Oh, it's great. Fantastic. Have I you mean, heard it out in, like, media areas? Or was it purely uh, things that you've heard in the world? I want to say I picked it up from, and so sorry for calling it British if uh, if anybody takes offense to it, but I want to say I picked it up from, like, an Irish stand-up comedian in the early 90s. Hmm. Hmm. Um, but then I hadn't thought about it in, like, in, like, decades. And now I thought of it again, because I saw it in a tweet. <laughs> oh, that's fun. So it's yeah, it's still fun. alive. Yeah, it's, it's bouncing around. Good. Kiss is still boiling in the world. Yeah. <laughs> okay, good. Yeah, it's, it's it's popping around out there somewhere, simmering beneath the surface, ready to strike. Right. Oh, hey. That's My exciting. piss, I mean. Yes, your boiling piss. Yeah, we've got all of these little uh, just yellow stones in miniature just waiting to explode. Oh, God, I hope there's no yellow stones in there. Last time I had those, they had to, they had to cut for them. Good. Yikes. Yeah. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> you, did either of you actually pull on your collar while you were doing that? <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. Here we go. <laughs> and this signals the end of our show with Dan. Well, I mean, we, we did get right around the time where it's uh, time to start the Minnesota goodbye. That's true. Yeah. Uh, so uh, we learned that uh, Dan's dogs don't appreciate him going full nasal. Yeah, that's, that seems to be what set them off. <laughs> um, that's, that's, we know that. Yeah. Um, we know that uh, we've coined the phrase COVID time dilation. <laughs> yep. That COVID time dilation is fun. Uh, pooping ever upward. Yes, your new family motto. <laughs> we'll make a crest. Yeah. The the Linden family, pooping ever upward. Honestly, like, my, I, <laughs> oh no. <laughs> I would think that like much of the uh, prior uh, generation would have no problem with that being our family slogan. Oh, sure. <laughs> Oh, so and, long, Dan. And 
send us your theme song suggestions sometimes in let's say i don't know the next month to five weeks sure uh you can uh email us uh dan is your dog currently barking how bad cast at gmail.com how bad cast at gmail.com <laughs> was that I, dan making that sound or the dog i like this i, I kind of like uh, having it so that every time Dan wants to talk, uh, he just pops in for a brief second. We get a little bit of weird whining animal sounds and then silence again. Yeah, but I mean, at least he can like ADR all his lines later. Sure. Because it's not, you uh, know, it's not, it's not, it's not bleeding into our lines. Right. Oh boy, that edit's going to be fun for you. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's, it's all become very fun. Uh, since we started doing this remotely. <laughs> yeah. Um, so send us money. <laughs> right. That's yeah, that's the thing that we were talking about before. Send us send us money and theme songs. But most right. of the money part. Sure. Yeah, if if like yeah, if, you money, can't decide, <laughs> if you can't decide which one. Yeah. If it's if it's between money and a gift that you made yourself out of the love in your heart that you have for the show. <laughs> Send the money. Uh, uh, yeah. That's yeah. what I got. Well, I guess that's the show. Uh, All right. And this one, like, I mean, we scheduled this perfectly. I think it'll come out a fortnight after the last one came out. Uh, Pimp. <laughs> yep. My piss is perfectly room temperature because of that. You have tepid piss, Dan? I mean, uh, I don't, I'm not <laughs> sure. I think room temperature piss is a health problem. Yeah, I would be worried about that. <laughs> like, it should like, probably be body temp. Yeah, do you have like hypothermic kidneys? <laughs> is that a thing? Like, kidney hypothermia? I don't know, maybe. Oh, I suffer from kidneys. a disorder. I suffer from a disorder called bladder coldening. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, look, when you uh, you modify a dialysis machine to just pump refrigerated Mountain Dew, mm-hmm. things get a little weird, right? When when you want to skip all of when you want to skip all of the shitty parts of Mountain Dew, where you uh, taste it and get the tiny amount of nutrition out of it that yeah. exists. Yeah. I just want the fun part of pissing it out. It yeah. Literally. It literally sounds like that's the opposite of dialysis. <laughs> <laughs> wow. All right. Uh, show and give us things. Uh, song contest. Eurovision. It's the, it's how bad vision. Oh, I love how, it. How bad. Oh, vision. Yeah, how bad. Oh, vision. vision. Uh, I can't wait for the I can't wait for the contest, which will involve uh, all submissions from Steven. All right, <laughs> uh, have fun putting your have fun putting your songs together, and we will talk to you in another fortnight. We like really close to. <laughs> Hooray! While the dog barked over the promise, no guarantees. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>